Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Last year, I spent more money on spilled liquor and buyers from one side of this world to the other than you made. It's time for Dirt and Spring. You're talking to the Rolex-wearing, diamond ring-wearing, kiss-stealing, With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brendan Sprague. Wheeling-dealing, limousine-like, jet-flying, son of a gun. Dirt and Sprague on 1080. And I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. The Fan. Hey, let's do this final hour. Durton's right here on Portland Sports Leader 1080 The Fan, 99.5 HD2, the Odyssey app. Thanks for being with us on a Tuesday. Hope your mornings are going great. Got a lot to get to here in the final hour. Mail sack coming up in a couple of moments. Get your questions in, 503-250-1080. We talked Blazers in the second hour of the show. We did. I didn't even get to the big reveal last night that we found out Dame's been here for a decade and has never been to the coast. How is that possible? He said his entire family's been to the coast. He's the only one that hasn't been. Not one time. I think he's going to correct that at some point. I mean, you have to. Like, how do you not? The Gordon Coast is beautiful. Gorgeous. I want a house there someday. It's my dream. I want to retire there. Get taken out by a big wave, you know all that. I got bury me in the ocean. You know what I mean? Like, I was I was really surprised by that revelation to not be there even once. And you know, we know where he's gonna go when he goes. He's going to Manzanita. We got to get my guy an Airbnb in Manzanita, man. He's gonna do the obvious thing. He's gonna drive to the closest town, <laughs> and that's either Cannon or Seaside. So. We need to get Dame to the coast. Get That's him, what we need to do. Get him to Pelican. Get him to Pelican. Yeah, let's get Dame some Pelicans, man. Come on. He deserves it after a 4-0 start. Doesn't I didn't see that last run night. Sand Hills? I saw somebody joking. That's the first time they've ever heard Dame booed in the Moda Center. <laughs> People are like, what? Boo. Boo. <laughs> How you not been to the coast? That is a that's a that's a not yeah. a great thing. It's like one of the worst things I think Dame has been <laughs> said or done here in his entire time. That says a lot about his career in Portland. I uh, I do want to start here in the final hour. So. Um, I, I saw this yesterday. You put it out on our show page at Dirt and Sprague on Twitter. You can go follow us. We will follow you back. And so I, I was wondering where this quote came from, and I, I found the source, and I found more. And it was a quote from Mario Cristobal. So he was on yesterday with our good buddy Zach Krantz down in Miami. He goes on the Joe Rose Show every Monday morning. And I enjoy listening to it from time to time because it just reminds me how much I hated my life whenever we had to interview him. And how miserable that was, especially coming off a loss. Nothing worse than that. But especially when you get to listen to primetime, get a coach like Lanning, who's like, yes. hey, I, I watched that baseball game. It was great. Yeah. And you're like, oh, look at that, a coach with a life. Look at that. You have a personality, and you're letting us see your personality. How about that? Is there still coach speak? Yes, they all have coach speak. They're all cliches. Yeah. 
but allowing people into your lives and like, hey, we're fans of the program. We want to know more about you. Don't be a robot all the time. Well, anyways, he, he was on the Joe Rose show and in, in Miami, and he had a couple of comments he alluded to. So if, if you want to go find this interview, you can. He In a 15-minute interview, he alluded to Oregon in his past job probably six or seven times because people are pissed down there. They're like, yo, we, we're paying you $8 million a year. You brought in transfers. This roster wasn't fully empty. Like, we had talented guys coming back. As a top 25 roster yes. in a skilled talent-wise set if you were to comp it to other rosters. And we can't beat Duke. So you can't beat Middle Tennessee State. <laughs> like, what's going on here? Uh, here was one of his quotes, though. He said, Oregon was 4-8 and eight when we got there. You got to do things a certain way, and sometimes it takes a certain amount of time. I mean, it is what it is. Let's not BS ourselves. You can't sidestep that. It's never been sidestepped, and it won't be sidestepped. He used the phrase sidestepped probably 38 times in this 15-minute interview. Uh, he, had, he had another quote where he said, basically, I left a great job to come here to rebuild Miami. I'm not leaving any great job just to come take a job and not do anything. We're going to turn this into a championship program. And he had that a couple of times as well. We're going to get there. We're going to get to a championship program. He, he, he seemed to hint at the fact that Oregon was in the dumpster heap of college football when he, when he arrived on campus. He surely painted it that way, yes. And I would like to push back on that narrative, if, if you may allow me, because he did not take over a 4-8 Oregon team. He, he did not. He did not. I don't know why nobody has addressed this or pushed back on him because... He wasn't hired as the coach initially. He he was the offensive line coach for a four and eight or taking over in a four and eight Oregon program. He was not the head coach. He took over a seven and five Oregon team. Well, they went seven and five in the year. Oh, they lost the bowl game. Well, he technically lost the bowl game. He did. He started so, out zero and one. <laughs> and Duck Van was like, "It's okay. <laughs> it's all right. No we're, big deal. We're crystal ball in." It was also. Uh, it, it, it should be pointed out. Like Miami has been down for how long now? Like how long has Miami been irrelevant in the college football sphere? It's been a long time. That was Oregon's first losing season two years before Mario Cristobal became the head coach since 2004. And three years previous to that, they were playing in a national championship game. So so you guys weren't Colorado. We were in Colorado. <laughs> if he had done that at Oregon State, taking over in 2018, hey, by no, all means, hey. say you built them up from the ashes. Because they were in the ashes then. Wow. Oregon was 4-8 and eight two years before then. I, just, I saw that quote, and it made me chuckle, and I'm just – I don't know. I, I was reading through some of the responses on social media from Miami fam. And it, it is, it, it's, it's not good. It's not good out there. And if they end the season bad and they end up missing a bowl game, it's going to be fascinating to see how hurricane fans react to that. But trying to paint a different picture than what the reality was. Uh, it just, that, that one, that one rubbed me the wrong way. Somebody who's followed Oregon for a long time and seen the program and how much success they've had before he got there. That one pissed me off. Well, I, I wouldn't let it piss you off because here's the thing. We've checked in on the Mario stuff, and I saw them lose this weekend, have eight turnovers, five fumbles, and not one fumble recovered by them. Five. Five. That is, that's a pretty remarkable feat, actually. Put that in the Hall of Fame. You, it shouldn't piss you off, and I'll tell you why. You know that's not a true thing that, oh, we took over a 4-8 and eight program and I built it up. Like, yeah, you helped recruit. You were part of that coaching staff, but you weren't actually that guy. There was a snake oil salesman that was who then departed and got that program to seven and five. He also had better success with a quarterback than you did. Yes, he did. Herbert's numbers were the best in his career when Taggart coached him. But here's the thing. This is why you don't have sour grapes. It's working out so well for you. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's, it's okay to bring it up because that was, it was a bit of a gut punch. It's okay to say that out loud. Like, this guy was preaching loyalty and 
we're going to do this the right way, and brother, we're going places. And then Miami opens up, and they finally give the bag, and he's like, bye, going home. And I don't begrudge anybody for wanting to go home. I know his mother at that point was in a different position. But, like, if you were to just keep this to football, it's it's worked out rather well for you. They don't think they're going bowling down there. No. They don't know what that team's going to be because he's basically alienating the players now. His offense is stuck in 1997. And meanwhile, you've got a younger head coach who seems to be just as active on the recruiting trail and a young 30-something-year-old offensive coordinator whose role model was Chip Kelly. And so here's an innovative offense that has creative passing schemes and run-blocking scheme. Like, I don't think you should feel sour grapes. Laugh at the quote. You know what he was saying before the season started? I don't want to talk about Oregon. That's in the past, brother. We're looking forward. And now it's so bad that he's been relegated to seeing Oregon beat UCLA, be a one-loss leader in the in college football, and have to bring it up because, well, let me point to some examples here of what I've done really well because it's clearly not this team in this season. I think you should actually get a chuckle out of this and be happy with what everything is happening going on right now. Yeah, I do. I do mostly get a chuckle out of it, and things are going great at Oregon. Like I got, I got zero complaints on the trade off. Dan Lanning, I would take in a heartbeat over Mario Cristobal. I think he's brought a lot of the qualities that Mario had, but he's proven to be a better in game coach. The clock management's been better. The offense has been better. There's no doubt. I, I the, the only thing that rubbed me the wrong way was the because I think there's probably a segment of people in Miami that buy that that don't follow Pac-12 football very closely and this notion that Oregon was nothing before Mario Cristobal got there and he built them up from the ashes that was the only thing that rubbed me the wrong way because you're you're it's a revisionist history thing and you're but, but you know the, see this is why it shouldn't bother you sure but Who I, cares? I see I, and I do because I think there's people that listen to it I think there's people down there that are like oh yeah I guess that's kind of true Oregon was probably nothing and I, I, I know, know that doesn't that, mean man. anything but I it, to me it was just like dude don't don't solely the name of the program that you left high and dry. The only reason you're the head coach at Miami right now is because the football program at Oregon stood up for you. Gave you a shot. The only reason you're at where you're at in your career, you were nothing. You got fired at FIU. You were a, a Saban recruiter. disciple, recruiter. Yeah. You, you caught on as an offensive line coach. Like the Oregon football team stood up for you. That's why you're in this position. And then to turn around, you know, however many months later and say, well, they were nothing. I got there. I turned it around. They were four and eight. That it just I don't know it, I know it shouldn't piss me off but I'm a petty person and it pissed and it pissed me yeah, off. Yeah, you you got a lot of petty in you, but I I would also highlight to make you feel better about it. I mean, is this just not speaking to who he kind of is as a person in general? Like these are the people that I don't like actually. The people who do this, that when things aren't going well, what do they do? Hey, it's it's that fault. It's their fault. Yeah. It's his fault. It's her fingers. fault. It's yeah. It's everything's the fingers being pointed. You know what I mean? And like. Pointing to Oregon and acting like he's responsible for what they've been this year. And he's partially because some of the talent he recruited there, but like the coaching has, I think, elevated a lot of angles of that team. And then also pointing at the players at Miami as if it's just their fault that they're running a 1997 offense. Like, I don't know. I, I hear where you're coming from, but like, I think the larger scale should be seen here of that has been a dumpster fire year one for him. The fan base is like already split on if he's even a legit, legitimate coach. And he's a finger pointer. You know, that was my stance on Ben Roethlisberger. I don't like people who don't take accountability and responsibility. You got to look in the mirror. You got to look in the mirror. And he has nobody to blame for his situation this year than himself. And he's blaming players and he's blaming everything else. And he's pointing out his success at Oregon is this year because that's kind of his team. <laughs> like, 
it tells you who he is, and that should make you feel better. Yeah, and somebody texted in, especially for a guy that preaches accountability. He has none of that for himself, and that, that was kind of my takeaway Because he works 18-hour too. days, and he doesn't know how to fix it because he can't get out of his own way. That's the problem. Uh, somebody said, who do you enjoy watching fall on their face more, Miami, Tech, uh, Nebraska, or Texas A&M? Nebraska's been on their face for a while. I don't think they really fell on it. They've been laying on their face for 20 years. Texas A&M. Uh, A&M's probably the yeah. answer to me. They are a cult. Full of people who are absolute morons. <laughs> Miami and AM, though. But it's both it's been fun for different reasons. But that AM bro that came on the show prior to the season was basically like, We're God's gift to college football. We're gonna win every game for the rest of the time. Yeah, that guy looks like an idiot now. So i I enjoy both of them. Um all right, let's get to the mail sack. Get your questions in 503-250-1080. Sports, non-sports related. We'll answer them coming up next on the family. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance but hurry in these deals won't last add more joy to your journey at the hyundai getaway sales event now get zero percent apr or up to 1500 bonus cash on the hyundai tucson now during the hyundai getaway sales event offers end soon call 562-314-4603 for details Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. All right, welcome back in. Hope your Tuesday mornings are going great. Uh, somebody said that we should, at the end of the football season, yeah. it'd be fun to hear some of the preseason interviews that we did for the top 25 and how wrong everybody is. <laughs> I'd find imagine those that are, aren't in the top 25 anymore. Yeah, fi- yeah, find the teams that we had in the preseason. I mean, it starts with me because I ranked them in the preseason top 25, so they, if they end up sucking, I'm first on being wrong on it. Oh, but I, I don't care if I'm wrong on something. Oh, no, it's fun to revisit stuff. I will say, can I start here on the mail sack? Like, uh, I got to give a shout out to P1 Daniel. P1 Daniel thinks that I hate him. P1 Daniel thinks you hate he him? He does. So, Why does P1 Daniel think you so hate I've him? So I've had fun on Twitter the last two weeks, old takes exposing our listeners. Yeah, it's fairly obvious who's running Twitter <laughs> accounts at certain points. That's all I'm going to well, say. Well, no. So two weeks ago was the Oregon State-Stanford game, yeah. and they have that crazy comeback in the second half. I just had happened to have been on our show account, like scrolling through to see what people were saying. 
while Oregon State was down by like two touchdowns. And then they came back and won. So I had all those in my mind the second I saw them win. And it was hilarious. Like, this is awful, inexcusable. This team sucks. Like, the season's going into crapper. It was a lot of that. And I thought it was funny. Like, I got to screen grab a couple of these and throw them out. The other one was from this past weekend. And I saw them throughout the week. There are a chunk of Beaver fans who will respond to every tweet that we send out. No matter the facts, no matter the evidence, no matter anything, that just like Oregon's going to lose this game. And I chuckle at it. I find it hilarious. We love making fun of ourselves when we're wrong. I took the Pats minus 7.5 last night, and they lost by 20 points on Monday Night Football. We told you to gamble the over in a Colts-Broncos Thursday night football game that there were no touchdowns scored. Was that the game we did the over? I think it was the game we did the over. Uh, no, I think it was actually Bears Commies. That's what it was. It was Bears and they Commies. Nineteen points. <laughs> the over under was like thirty three. Like pathetic. we are all idiots. So I, if Daniel, if you're listening to this live no. or the podcast, I do not hate you. I I think it's funny to no. old takes expose listeners on on bad tweets. I've met Daniel before. He's a nice guy. I don't think he like thinks you really hate him. I I just I would point out in his and other Beaver defense. You screen grabbed a game in which their team miraculously won and you exposed them. And then you screen grabbed the same ones to expose them after an Oregon win. So basically the Beavers win, you expose them. The Ducks win, you expose them. You don't do a whole lot of screen grabbing with Duck fans. We don't have a lot of stupid Duck tweets. If we did, Uh, I'd screen grab I could screen grab probably 85 from the Georgia game about Bo Nix. Send them to me. We could probably, because statistically speaking, Bo Nix is having a Mariota-like year. He is. He's playing great. And there were, I was on our Twitter account because you were in Georgia getting hammered. Yeah. And I was on Twitter when that game was going on and I had too many to count that were like, yo, this Bo Nix thing. And all of them were anti Bo Nix and he's done nothing but be remarkable since that game. Hey, if you want to go grab those tweets, send them to me, baby. I'll tweet them out. I'm too lazy. Okay. I am way too lazy to scroll back eight weeks ago. And I've old takes my uh, exposed myself multiple times because I publicly apologized twice on the show to Bo Nix. I gave him multiple apologies. I've had to apologize to Gino, and I'm probably one more week away from them beating the Giants <laughs> of having to publicly apologize to Pete Carroll. I think it's fun. We're all idiots. Nobody knows what's going to happen. We're not Biff Tannen and Back to the Future, and we should make fun of ourselves for it. William Shatner turned 91 and was recently asked, hey, what have you learned in 91 years? And he responded, nothing. We don't know anything. We're yeah. idiots. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's how I feel every day. Um, all right, let's mail sack it up. Mail sack question, is there one food that you absolutely will not eat? Will not eat? Yes. There are many. Yeah, I mean, there's foods that, Swag's like... has got the palate of an eight-year-old, so he's got a lot of things he won't eat. Wow, that's a low blow to my... What are you talking about? You do have a pretty you weird do. You do. You, you have a, a child uh, thing for not eating foods. Like, you have such an anti-hatred... Like, I hate fish, right? I've tried salmon 180 yeah, you'll different eat it. times. Yeah. I won't eat it. I'll try it, because I largely... Guess well, what? It's technically like eating. Salmon. Like, this is refusing well, to yes, eat. yes, I've... Tried most of these foods over the course of years and find that I, no matter how they're prepared or in what fashion they show up, I... You won't eat strawberries. Like, how do you not like <laughs> strawberry jam? That's that's crazy to me. I, we're, we're all different. We all have different palates. What do you, what do you want? I can't stand strawberries. What? How? How is that... Physically I possible. I just, it's hard to wrap my mind around it because strawberries I, it blows might be my, my favorite mind fruit. Anybody that doesn't like onions, <laughs> that blows my mind. But uh, that's fair. Okay. Yeah. yeah I mean, I don't like I mean, onions, like, but I'll eat them. When I cook, like onions and garlic, just about start with everything, other than breakfast stuff. But I, garlic makes me fart. Uh, <laughs> a lot of stuff makes me fart. I there's I don't know if there's anything that I absolutely will not eat. There's things that I don't like. Would you eat? 
but I'll eat anything. Yeah, okay. I don't have it. Like I, I don't like onions, but I put onions in all sorts of stuff. Really? I don't really like mushrooms, but I put. I just made chili the other day, and I put mushrooms in oh, there. Oh yeah, I'm out on. Ch- I don't like mushrooms. Okay. I, I don't know why. I just don't like that taste. Like I don't like. I I will cook them in things. Like I don't. I'm not going to take a bite of an onion. I don't want a big chunk of an onion, but I will cook them in things to enhance flavor. And I'll do the same thing with mushrooms. Mm. Like if I eat a slimy mushroom, I'm out. Like that's gross. But if it's cut up into small pieces and it's mixed in to like yeah, you, a you can mix sauce or yeah, a stew sure. or something like, like that. I'll eat a mushroom on a supreme pizza, largely because I don't taste it because I've got meat and yeah, peppers. Yeah, it's mixed in there. It's yeah, just it's a small part of your bite. But I'm not a big mush. I don't like mushrooms. Uh, if I if you had to choose one that you had to eat, swag strawberries or bananas. Strawberries. Okay. Yeah, it's I won't. Te- texture, I won't get right? near bananas. Wow, <laughs> pull that for a uh, I love bananas. I'm a big banana guy. Yeah. You're, and I you, eat a banana every day. You do eat a banana every day, and I got to push back. You're starting to not only eat a banana every day. You're uh-huh. eating, like, incredibly bruised old bananas. All right, well, bananas go bad really quickly. Yeah, but if you took a photo of your current banana, I don't know how many people are saying, yep, I'm eating the banana. They're better that, when they're bruised, man. I put that in a smoothie. No, they're not. They bananas are. are better when they're slightly green. Yeah. You give me, give me a little more vitamin C. It's had more time to sink in. Bananas have vitamin C? I don't know. Uh, Millsack question. What's the most important component of your sandwich? Great meat, great bread, or great toppings? Oh, that's, you know, that's an easy one for me. It's, it's great meat. You got to have a good quantity of meat on your sandwich. I'm a big toppings guy. I like a, a bunch of different mustards and bread is vital. But for me, ultimately it, it boils down to, you got to have the meats. <laughs> yes, that that's the most important part of the sandwich. You got to have the meat. Yes. And you got to have a good amount of meat. Is Everything there... else is complementary yes. to the meat and, and needs to be quality, but there's no sandwich if you don't have meat. I, I, my wife randomly did this the other day. She bought sandwich meat for our kids' lunches. She bought turkey. Okay. And then she bought chicken breast. And I ask you guys, is there a combination of sandwich meat that you find odd, but that you kind of like it and you, people don't really think about? Because I, I can't, I could not put the chicken breast, you know, deli cut meat with the turkey cut. I, there was something odd about that in my brain. I, I don't mind combining meats. Well, I, I combine them. But well, like, I understand. I mean, chicken and turkey, weird. both poultry, both relatively low fat. Yeah. You, you need something else in there that maybe has a little bit more a little roast beef in there. Some salami <laughs> or something. I'm a, I'm a big Italian sandwich guy. I yeah. love the salamis. Some pastrami. Yeah, now we're talking. Especially with some peppers on them, some pepperoncinis or some jalapenos. Now we're talking. I'm getting hungry. Uh, I'm going to have to eat my bruised banana during the commercial break. Uh, Mail Sack Dirt, how many times since the on-kick sa- uh, on-site kick Saturday have you said, I'm so glad Mario's not the coach of the team anymore? 10,462. Uh, Mail sack question. Your team needs one touchdown drive, three minutes to go. All things are equal. Which Pac-12 quarterback do you pick to lead it? Probably Caleb Williams. If, yeah, if all if things are equal. Yeah, if you're saying everything's equal, but, you know, Bo's done an exceptional job with this. DTR's been pretty damn good. And Cam Rising, that dude is a stud, but I'd, I'd probably go Caleb. He's the, I mean, he's the best quarterback in the conference. Yeah. I mean, are you just talking about talent-wise? Are you yes. talking about, like, actually, like, production Talent-wise. Okay. Well, I think production-wise, too. Has anybody got better numbers than him this year? Well, I thought about this. Bo's are getting there. Bo- Cam's had huge games. Where's Bo at compared to Caleb's numbers? Because I think his rush numbers are probably better than Caleb's, right? Let me see if I can pull them up. Also, did you know that, that Bo has another year of eligibility? I did know that, yeah. 
I mean, he didn't strike me. Is that the COVID these. year? Yeah. So I mean, there was a no count season there, yeah. He doesn't strike me as NFL guy. Like, is there a possibility you bring in Dante Moore and Bo comes Well, back? he's certainly not a top two, three rounds. So, Caleb Williams, no. He, he might, maybe he's playing himself into getting a look in the NFL, and that's enough for him, but I, but I don't yeah, know what he's going to do. he's a third-day guy in the NFL. Yeah, may, well, maybe, but he's, you know, he's a mobile guy with an arm, like, Teams in the NFL will take him. Santa Ellinger is going to start for the Colts this weekend, for God's sakes. Yeah. Um, I I know it's sidetracking the mail sack, so, but I just, like, throw it maybe in there. Would Oregon think about doing that again? If, Hell yeah. The way he's playing right now, why would you not? Because Dante Moore. I mean, I think as a true freshman, you're telling him, like, hey, it's like you're not going to play year one, but year two you'll be ready to take over kind of thing. Interesting. I'm, it would mean the end of Ty Thompson and Jay Butterfield. I mean, those guys oh, would be gone. But that, that end is already go find here. another one, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, Caleb Williams on the year average, 64% completion, 1,900 yards, 19 touchdowns, only one interception. Bo has a better completion percentage. His completion percentage is 71, so it's higher. Uh, fewer yards, fewer touchdowns, more interceptions. What about rush yards? Bo's got him, right? Uh, rush yards. Caleb's pretty mobile, but. Yeah, he is. It's hard to find because you can only do confidence. Conference rushing yards, and you got to go. So, yeah, uh, Bo Nix is at 356. Caleb Williams at 235. Okay. That's a bit closer than I thought it was, actually. Uh, and all the other – so it's t- if you go touchdown-interception ratio, Caleb's, I mean, 19 to 1. It's hard to beat. Penix is 22 and 4. Uh, uh, where is Cam Rising? 15 and 3, so that's not bad. 1,800 yards. Um, Penix leads the conference in passing yards by a mile. Uh, let's see here. What else we got? I want to get more. Uh, mail sack question. Do you take midday nap since you wake up so early? I do not. I try not to nap. Uh, I do not every day, but I, I absolutely have crash points. And, uh, usually my naps are never longer than 20 minutes. If I get past 20, I wake up, I get groggy. It takes me a while to wake up again. And yeah. then my whole schedule's out of whack. So I usually take 20 minute power naps. <laughs> Mine will come like during uh, during hop season when they have a home stand as it gets to Thursday and Friday after I've you know gotten home at ten ten thirty eleven for a number of consecutive days. Yeah, there'll be a nap coming later in the week. Uh, mail sack question: Two more quick ones here. Who sells more or sold more snake oil, Mario Cristobal or Neil O'Shea? <laughs> Neil, Neil, because yeah. Neil did it for a decade and actually like got to continue doing his job for it. It was a longer time period to sell snake oil. And by the way, shout out to those employees for turning him in. Otherwise, he'd still be the general manager. Golly, could you imagine? Yes, it'd be Damon, awful. CJ, and Norman Powell would all still be here. Their <laughs> attendance would be so bad because that team would not <laughs> It'd be, be the fun. same team again. Uh, last one here, mail sack question. How much would swag, swag have to get paid to eat a Rocky Mountain Oyster? I have eaten a Rocky Mountain Oyster. And he didn't get paid for it. Did you like it? Eh, it was a little rubbery. Yeah, that it's it's kind of like chewing on a. Uh, I like a, yeah a clam or whatever. You know, it's yeah. it's got that texture. It does I chewed on a sea snail once in Vietnam, <laughs> yeah. and uh, very similar to when I tried yeah. a Rocky Mountain oyster years ago. Yeah, Rocky Mountain oyster. I mean, it's deep fried, and it you know. Eh, is there was... a, is there a testicle of an animal you wouldn't eat? If it was deep fried. I'll eat any if it's deep fried. If it's deep fried and Human? seasoned, I'd probably give it a try. Easy, Jeffrey. <laughs> well, you said any. I just, you know, I had to ask. I'm talking uh, non-human species. There's something that, you know, that is poisonous for some reason, but other than that. It's just odd sometimes to see certain body parts be used. Like I saw a video the other day, a big cooking video Instagram guy, <laughs> and this chef just drops a, a massive cow tongue hole and he starts dicing it up and then he shows you how he grills it and i'm like 
the initial start of that video is just seeing a massive cow tongue, and you're like, what? Oh. <laughs> but have you ever had lingua? Yeah, you see it at the end. It probably looks pretty good. A lingua omelet is delicious, man. Woo. Um, all right, there you go. There is your mail sack. I'm going to go eat my bruised banana, well, and uh, we'll have some fun in the commercial break. We'll post a photo of this bruised banana. I also just I put up a poll question, Dame. Is it the most egregious thing as a blazer he's done as admitted he hasn't been to the Oregon coast? I know he can go to better, warmer coast areas, <laughs> but the Oregon coast overrated opinion is it just doesn't sit well with me. <laughs> we have a beautiful coastline. Somebody responded to the poll question saying, he's admittedly a cat guy. That's much worse. That's it. <laughs> What's worse, not going to the Oregon coast or being a cat guy? Cat over dog I'll guy. I'll tag him in the tweet to <laughs> see if he responds. <laughs> Which one of these is worse? All right, I got a couple notes out of the NFL I want to get to. Uh, that is coming up next. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Look, there's way too much slander on the Oregon coast going right now, and I we need to stick up for it. Yeah, like, I don't get it. Like, somebody said, if I had $50 million a year, I'd fly to a sunny beach every time. I'd never step foot in that cold-ass well, water again. You need to differentiate between going to the beach and yes. going to the coast. Yes. We're a coast. We're, We're two different things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, can you go to Cancun? Can you go to, you know, Barbados? Absolutely. South of France, whatever. Yes, those are all great trips. Nobody's saying don't take tropical vacations. But on, like, a truly, truly nice day, and you can respond easily, well, how many of those do we got? Our truly nice day, the Oregon coast is as good as it gets because you can get everything you want in it. You can get yeah. a hiking trail. You can get some beach time. You can get manageable foot in water. And by the way, nobody wants to swim in the ocean. Sharks live there. <laughs> giant animals live there. That ain't my domain. I'm knee-high guy. I'm getting into my knees, and then I'm getting uh, right out of there. I love swimming with the sea we turtles to down there in Hawaii. <laughs> well, because that's you'd want to eat the sea turtles, Swag. If I gave you an option, you'd eat those sea turtles. Yes, no, no, they're protected species, man. They're but just... you would eat it if you were given the option. <laughs> Somebody I've said Swag eats testicles, soup. but he won't eat strawberries. What is happening? That's it's right. unbelievable. <laughs> um, but, like, you don't diminish the coast, okay? Just... Yeah, no. nobody's acting like you're going to Cancun for a week. But the notion that there's nothing good to do or there's no positives about a coast vacation—that's yeah. where the slander needs. Does to anybody stop. get upset when somebody says they're going to Martha's Vineyard up there, up in Cape Cod or something? Right. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> right. All right. Go have fun. Same deal. Yeah. I just, Same deal. It's a little bit chilly. You're not jumping in the water up there. I'm seeing it on the timeline, and I just want to be like, yo. Do you need to go to the coast with me? Because it sounds like you have awful experiences when you go to the coast. Yes, you, it does. And it sounds like maybe you've gone to the wrong coast towns. Like sometimes you don't have to go, go to down the... to Florence. Go play in oh, the sand dunes. Yeah, yeah. buddy. Get now an ATV. Now we're talking, man. Go to abandoned some... dunes. Play some golf on yes. some cliffs. Dude, come on now. Go to Manzanita. Go, hell, go to Rockaway and get yourself a corn dog while you yeah. walk to the, the beach. It's hell like, yeah. You got, all, you got so many. Pacific City in the dune. Like. You got a ton of great spots you can go to. Yeah, somebody said, if I was a millionaire, I could eat steak or lobster every day. Doesn't mean that a uh, good burger every once in a while isn't awesome. Yes. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. We've got great burgers here. We do. Enjoy the burgers. And I will say, too, like there is something to the, the winter beach trip that I'm a big fan of. 
you get like a soup going on the stove or in a crock pot. It's kind of chilly and it's rainy. You go for a walk. Can yes. you t- can I look out at the view? I, I some love chowder. Yeah, some chowder. I, I'm thinking about doing something dumb right now. Would you advise me to do this right now? Oh, I no. would probably say you wouldn't. Uh-oh. I'm going in on a scheme with people. I want to pull my house equity and buy a beach house. You want to buy a beach house? I'm beach house guy. Yeah, you know me. I'd rather go Central Oregon. You're Central Oregon yeah, I'm guy. I'm Central Oregon. You're yeah. Central Oregon too. But I'm, I don't. I don't discredit the beach. I love. I love no. them both. I'd Let's love see. to visit you, and you can visit me. That's we the go. perfect setup. <laughs> you get, get a Central Oregon each. house. I'll get a beach house, and I'll give you a key, and you give me a key. Yes. Yes. Not to mention how much flying sucks. I hate flying. I'm, I'm traveling's great. Yeah. I like seeing different parts of the country and of the world. I hate flying. I, I I can't begin to tell you how many drugs I want to consume before <laughs> I get on an airplane because of my flying anxiety. The only places I will fly where I'm like, okay, get get past this initial nervousness. When we went to Hawaii last August, I was on that plane. I said, if this thing goes down, it goes down. But I'm going to be in Hawaii. Damn it, I'm willing to I'm willing to deal with it. If it's like, yo, we got to fly into Denver. I'm nervous the whole time, and I don't have that same excitement. Yeah, there is something nice when you just jump in your car. It's like an hour and a half, hour and forty minute drive, and you're there. There's your there's your vacation. And by the way, you put on uh that you put off the banana that you're gonna eat. Yeah, the bananas on Twitter. I have three bananas that look exactly like this, and I'm not gonna eat them. I'm gonna put them in a smoothie. That's fair. They're good smoothie bananas. I, I'm not saying it's not a good smoothie banana, but the bananas out there. If you want to go judge so my banana, you prefer your banana more softish than like? No, the, I don't prefer the... it necessarily. I don't like early green bananas. Not a big fan of that. I don't like green, but like a green at the top of the stem. Yeah, I, I like them a hair more ripe than that. But the tough part with bananas is you get I get like a bundle or what? What do you call a thing of bananas? A bunch, a, a bunch, b- a bunch of bananas. Yeah, and they just they go bad quickly. They're hard. It's hard to eat bananas in a time because I don't eat more than one banana a day. What does the wife eat bananas? She doesn't eat bananas. No. Really? I'm a banana guy. Okay. And she doesn't eat bananas. Yeah, my family largely doesn't eat bananas either. I I just believe in having a banana. A banana is a good go-to snack. I love them in smoothies. So sue me. But uh, our bananas <laughs> tend to go bad if I get the bunches too big. Like I I'm actively pursuing the bunch that has five. I find five is the perfect bunch for my house. Yeah, you can't have too many numbers in there because then you're just it's just you're gonna get some brown bananas out of it. And it's appealing to get a big bunch of bananas because you're is. like, oh, there's seven on this bunch. Like, how rare is that? But it's a big bunch. You know, that's too too many. I'm gonna have two bad brown bananas, and I just feel like I wasted my banana. Whereas I get five on my bunch. And I find that to be a perfect number. Uh, I do want to get to a couple of NFL notes quickly. Did you see the video out of the NFL? They're saying that this is not true. Mike Evans is running off the field against the Panthers. Signing an autograph. Signing an autograph for the officials. The NFL is saying the referees were not seeking Mike Evans' autograph. So what if they were? What's the problem here? It's against the rules. That's a clear violation of the rules. Oh, yeah. it's a clear violation. Okay, were there any calls that Mike Evans was given in the game? <laughs> I don't know. I just I hate we that didn't we have can't any because he couldn't catch the football. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just I hate that we can't balance the two things. Yeah, I like Chauncey last night during a timeout was like laughing and joking with Aaron Gordon and Jokic. Is he not allowed to do that because they're competing? No, he's not allowed. It's ridiculous. You like, not have a conversation. Look uh, down. So that was the thing. But the NFL said no. He was. They were not asking for an autograph. They were reached for uh, somebody reached out for comment of like. So what were they doing then? And the NFL said no comment. <laughs> Oh, they were asking for an autograph. You're getting some responses. You're getting perfect ripeness. Okay, good. People are supporting my banana. So you're a more you're a brown banana guy, and yeah. I'm a slightly green banana guy. I lean I lean a little more seasoned. 
Yeah. You know, I like my banana with some some experience. This is the MILF of bananas. This banana's seen a thing this, or two. This MILF is, it's, it's this been banana's around. been around a little bit. <laughs> it's been around the block. This is oh a cougar God, banana. It's gone on the merry-go-round, okay? It's been up, it's been down. So, swag, I kind of want to watch you eat a banana. I do. Like, I feel like that'd just be good content to watch somebody who despises There's your, there's your next bet for there swag. Instead of a song, yes. he has to eat a bunch of bananas live I on the air. Won't, I won't take the bet. You won't take that you bet? You nope. do just one for you content? You hate bananas no, that much? I hate bananas that much. What no. is it, the taste or the or the All texture? of it. Texture, <laughs> flavor, uh, all of it. The shape. See, like, I hate almonds. Aroma, none of it. <laughs> I'll hate almonds. Get it away from me. But I'll me. eat, like, if you gave me an almond, I wouldn't enjoy it, but I'd eat an almond. I I hate certain seafood things. Like, yeah. there are some things that I would I You would just eat haven't it had it how I cook it, buddy. Yeah, that, I hear it all. You just haven't had prime rib how I make it. And then I have the prime rib, and it tastes the same as the other prime rib. And Yeah, seafood's a weird thing, because my mom won't eat shrimp, but she'll eat crab, she'll eat scallops, she'll eat lobster, she'll eat fish. She won't eat shrimp. I'll do an oyster shooter that's with everybody. Weird. And I that one I don't understand. I do it, oyster shooters. That's about it. And you that's do, I mean, you're just swallowing. It's, it's, <laughs> and that's all it is. You're just swallowing. <laughs> one, one motion. One motion, real quick, right Boom. down your throat. Gone. Slowly but surely. <laughs> break. Wins the race. Please, please break. Please, please go. Okay. Uh, somebody said bananas are great. Can I get a shout out for some plantains? I love plantains. Have you ever had deep fried plantains? I have not. Oh no. man, do Plantain yourself favors. Get some plantains next time you're at the store. Don't get too many. Get a smaller bunch of plantains. Okay, that's a lot. Central American staple down there. It is. Plantains are amazing when cooked right. <laughs> Very starchy. Well, go comment on my banana. It's on. I took a selfie of my I banana. I want to comment on your banana. Comment on my banana. <laughs> I really on. want to watch Swag eat a banana. Yeah, I do, too. Uh, go go comment. It's at Turton Sprague on Twitter. You can see it. Give us a follow while you're there. We'll uh, we'll follow you back. That's what we do. Let's wrap it up. And uh, there's uh, is, is this guy's career over? Let's get to that. We'll close up there next on the phone. Oh, that is well played, Swag. Well played. Oh, the mics are on now? They're on, yeah. But hot mics are going to get us one of these days. Not today, Satan. Not today. I don't know. You did read one text. Near the microphone. I'm pretty sure that went over. Yeah, I don't think that one would get me fired. Our our commercial breaks are usually just filled with reading texts to each other that we can't read out over the air. And there were some really funny ones. I don't really know what gets you fired anymore. It's a really interesting climate now. I said bum earlier. That might do it. Yeah, I don't... I don't... I, yeah, maybe it is. I, I wonder if they put out that fire. <laughs> it's going to be an interesting drive home today. Yeah, if you missed it, we opened the show with uh, a massive homeless fire two blocks from our... Our studios in a shopping cart. Yeah. Like 20 foot high flames. 20 foot high flames. It was a thing. Might have been a guy or a girl in that tent laying down, passed out, and I hope that they weren't in there because, my God. Yeesh. That was a hell of a way to start the morning. I forgot to get to this earlier. I was just reminded of it. Stanford's giving away free tickets. <laughs> Did you see their attendance for their game this weekend? <laughs> their last two games. ASU was in town, and it was a yeah. field goal fest. 15-14, right, the final? Five field goals were kicked and made by Stanford. No touchdowns by them. And I'm not kidding when I say this. Go look at the images. There might have been 500 people there, but even that number seems egregious. I don't know if they had over 200 people in that stadium. It's an embarrassment, man. It's an embarrassment. I don't get it. I I get not being the most passionate fan base, not selling out your stadium every single week, having like 46 people in the stands. 
It's it's a joke. It's a horrible look for the Pac-12. I, I, if well, good luck in the Big Ten if that's where Stanford ends up. Yeah, going. if that's where you end up going, I just yeah. I, it's, what, what is it with that? I, I know I don't football. Know, man. That's a lot of smarts, and there's a lot of other important things at that university, and that those people care about. Marshawn Lynch was doing the same thing when he was at Cal outside of cussing on that broadcast. He was looking around like, where the hell is everybody, man? Like, well, I mean, come to a game. The can't, tickets can't be expensive. You know, they're dropping prices. Nobody's going. But they're giving them away for free. Well, Stanford like, is now literally for free. I just to not ever have a full stadium ever is. It's crazy. honestly one of my bigger concerns for Oregon. I think they're going to like you know going to Cal. They're a two touchdown favorite. Going from playing in front of one of the best Autzen crowds that has happened in a long, like the fourth largest crowd in Autzen history, to playing in front of how many people are going to be at that Cal game this weekend. Uh, they actually had an okay turnout for UW. Yeah, I could have fifteen thousand, maybe. Maybe that's aggressive, and that's that's being generous. Sleepy little town. It's going to be quiet. There's no environment. Like that kind of stuff terrifies me in the conference. It would depend what time the protest starts in Berkeley. <laughs> is what I would say to that. Maybe six thousand people. Yeesh. Yeah, their last two games this year, Stanford are against Wazoo and BYU, and they're just basically yeah, come, come for free. That, that's come why on. I think it's kind of funny, and I. I understand the media market landscape of that conversation with the Big Ten with Cal and Stanford, but like it's funny to me is you have yeah you're in San Francisco, but what does it matter if you're in the market if nobody watches and nobody goes exactly like what is the and benefit? Nobody of that? cares down there. Maybe <laughs> Swag could answer that to me, but like if you're not getting the TV viewers and you're not getting the paid attendance, I mean the Stanford play for the Big Ten would be all about the endowment, the academics, sure. and having another regional school that is palatable for them that they would want to have play USC, UCLA, Oregon, Washington for all that yeah. stuff. Uh, John Wilner, by the way, tweeted that it feels like a newsy day in the conference, not related to media rights. So I make of that what you will. Uh, Probably at 9.02, we're going to find out they're outing like San Diego State. <laughs> but he's, yeah, I guess it'd be saying, conference stuff, yeah, right? Not related to media rights, he's saying. So not a TV deal, but newsy day in the conference. I can't wait for them to add San Diego State and UNLV, and I can't wait to see Pac-12 hog just lose their mind over how great it is. <laughs> oh, my God, look at this conference. We got the Vegas market, baby. I think they're going to name the banana the official fruit of the Pac-12. No, no good. Okay. No comment. No comment. Well, there you go. Hey, uh, I was going to get to it. There is Matt Ryan's career done. We can talk about that. Is he cooked? Is it over? How is there an alternative answer to yes? Is anybody going to give that guy another shot? Is no, that it? that's it. I played golf with him at Bandon Dunes. Not with him, but he was there at the same time as me. So basically, you didn't is Mac play. Jones' career cooked? Oh, yeah. No, because Belichick's somehow going to get another first-round pick <laughs> for him. <laughs> They're going to trade him to Indy for a first-round pick. All right, that'll do it for us, folks. If you missed any of the show, go check the podcast, 1080thefan.com, Odyssey app, at Dirt and Sprague, at 1080 the Fan. You can check out my banana at Dirt and Sprague on Twitter. And thank you for being a part of our Tuesday. What's our bro's name tomorrow? Again? Seth Walder. Seth Walder. He's an analytics dude for the NFL, and uh, we're going to talk to him. So excited for that conversation, and uh, it's going to be a fun Wednesday. We will talk to you tomorrow at 6 a.m. Call us next. You're listening to 1080 the Fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data Fixed Median Download Speeds USQ3 2023.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.